1: I miss you man i miss you man <laughs> didn't realize i was gonna sing that one hello okay right well here we are right i'm like it i'm with you okay thanks i miss you i miss you man do i miss you i
0: miss you man i miss you i miss you man do i miss you good morning good afternoon good evening Whatever time it is when you're listening to this, ImYim Im fans, With the I Miss You man. I'm Dylan. You're Lonnie. How you going, Lonnie?
1: I'm pretty well, Dylan. How are you doing?
0: Mate, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm going to test you today, Lonnie.
1: Hmm.
0: First question, what's the podcast about?
1: Oh, okay. I know this one. This podcast is about you and me going on a journey through life, pop culture, everything in between, all in an effort to not miss each other anymore.
0: Okay, fair enough. But what is this uh, series that we're doing right now about?
1: I would call this a mega-series. It's about our favorite actor of all time, Christina Ritchie, going through her filmography, The Deepest of Dives, episode 25 now, and just going on about how much we love her, basically.
0: Absolutely. Well, those are the only two questions on the test, Lonnie, Any pass with flying colours, might I say. Awesome, thank you. So, Lonnie, what movie do we have today? What is it called? I'm going to test you again because <laughs> you're having trouble off-pod remembering what it's called.
1: It's not the most memorable title. It is All Over the Guy.
0: You're right. All Over the Guy, the 2001... American, gay-themed, romantic comedy film, right?
1: Yes, I would default to all about the guy. But that's just me.
0: You know what? You should have been around when they were trying to figure out what to call it in different regions, because we could have had that in Australia. Mm-hmm. But you weren't. We got all over the guy. So here we are.
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: That's, that's okay, Lonnie. That's okay. I'm going to start off, Lonnie... We've been to Cameo County a fair few times over the Chronicles, haven't we?
1: Yeah, we've, we're there a fair too long, you might say. In 98.
0: Say, def- arguably. But we've only been to co-star City a couple of times, mm-hmm. which I feel this is where we land here with Christina. Am I correct in saying that?
1: I mean, maybe on the outskirts. It was close to Cameo County, I think. Sure.
0: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah,
1: but not very apparent throughout the film. You're right.
0: Yeah, she's in, she's in a couple of scenes,
1: hmm. which is good.
0: But then she also gets a With credit, which we're yeah. a big fan good of. But she, she be
1: both like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, for sure. Do you want to give a, a brief overview of what the movie's about, Lonnie?
1: Oh, jeez, okay. We've got two guys, and I'll find their names. This,
0: <laughs> Eli and Tom are the characters.
1: We've got Eli and Tom. The film is, is mainly, um, up to a point, it's flashbacks, so it's kind of playing with time and, and memory and recounting two sides of the story. Um, so
0: it starts in Medias Res, our favorite mm-hmm, isn't
1: it? Yes. So these two guys have been seeing each other, not seeing each other, hooking up, and not quite hooking up, um, but at the time we see them, they have gone all the way for the first time and given we're in... America post HIV AIDS epidemic, they've gone to get tested afterwards, just just to be sure. And one of them has at the least, sorry, I should say, Eli has. When he's at the clinic waiting for his results, he's so nervous he's turned up early. He starts getting talking to the chatty Cathy behind the counter at the reception desk, played by Doris Roberts, who is one of the greats, isn't she?
0: One of the late greats.
1: I'm yeah, I sure. should say. Um, known for her role as the mother-in-law or the mother on everyone's Raymond. Um, playing a sort of, a similar sort of role here, just an old lady doesn't give no crap, which is which is fun. Um,
0: yeah, definitely no wheelhouse, for sure. Yeah. yeah, exactly.
1: So Eli is telling his side of the story and then also Tom at the same time is gone to an AA meeting and he's met a, a friendly older guy there and he's giving his story as well. Um, sort of recounting where they came from, how they got together, and where it's going to go. The film gets to that point and then goes a bit afterwards as well. It's a rom-com, basically. These two characters like each other. They can't seem to get it right, can they, Do They can't seem to get on the same page. Once they do, they get off the same page straight away, pretty much. Gets off to rocky start. Gets okay. Rocky middle. Gets okay again. Rocky later stages, my guess in the end, good relationship.
0: Yeah, look, a lot of, of will they, won't they? For sure.
1: Too much, perhaps. Ooh,
0: okay. Well, let's go over all thoughts, Lonnie. What'd you think? You can you tell me you liked it off-pod?
1: I did like it. Um, It was kind of familiar, but interesting premise. I liked Eli's character. I thought Tom was not quite as interesting and compelling, but he had a heart of life, the character, so I can kind of see that. There's some bits I liked. I liked the recounting of the story. I liked the story we saw. I didn't like the flashbacks much of their childhood, so I thought they were a bit weird. You can go into that if you like. Right. Um, sure,
0: yeah.
1: I felt, though, the film goes for about an hour and a half. It felt a bit stretched out to reach that hour and a half Um, runtime. It felt a bit circular at points. Like, they got together, they broke up, got together again, broke up again, and just happened to, like, two or three times too many for me. Overall, though, didn't mind it. What about you? Yeah,
0: I mean, I liked it too. I thought it was, uh, you know, a decent Mm rom-com. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're very common, decent rom-coms. But it, yeah. is, it is written by Dan Bukatinski, mm-hmm. I believe, who mm-hmm. also stars as Eli yep. in that. And from what I've gathered, he's more one of, well, one of the more famous gay writers slash actors in Hollywood from what I've looked up online. Like, he's been in 24. He's in a show called Scandal, which is apparently really good. I think he won an Emmy for that Ooh. as mm-hmm. well. And so the fact that uh, he is gay and wrote this, we're not really getting any stereotypical gay representation
1: which is yeah no, no. and it, it felt quite like current in that sense didn't it it didn't feel like it was a early 2000s version of gay people on screen it felt like just a yeah a non-stereotypical felt like a genuine sort of effort in that sense
0: yeah kind of in the vein of a, a shit's creek if you will where being gay was just treated as you know normal everyday life
1: yeah absolutely which
0: you know for 2001 I would assume wouldn't have been as common, so pretty gay for the well pretty great for the gay community, I would assume.
1: Yeah. It kind of it seemed to go under the radar a bit. It's maybe a bit too soon, a bit too early for like widespread appeal, perhaps, in that sense.
0: I'd call it probably a cult classic. I think it's probably mm. along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you weren't a fan of the other lead? Richard Briculo.
1: I thought he was okay. He, he, he was hard to warm to his character, though. <laughs>
0: I think that was the point of the character, Lonnie. He's very distant, very complicated, some would say, as well.
1: Yeah, you, um, I, I agree with that, but I, I don't know, it got to a point where I was like, well, why do you care so much, Eli? He's just a bit of a dick to you all the time. <laughs> sure, okay, I, hmm. I can see that. Yeah, sure.
0: That. Um, but, you know, have you have you seen two guys a girl on a pizza place?
1: No, but he's part of that show, is he not?
0: Yeah, he's one of the leads in that. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I know I know they renamed it later to Two Guys and a Girl, but Two Guys and a Girl and a Pizza
1: Place is a way better title. Excellent. And I'll die on that shield, Lonnie. No, I right afraid. I'll be there with you, mate. We'll be impaled
0: together. Okay, righto, righto. But I know, between the two of them, I would say their chemistry is actually quite good. Do you disagree?
1: I mean... Actually, when they were together at the flea market and mm. at the movies and stuff, that was pretty good. Maybe I'm just responding to the fact they got together and broke up and got together and broke up a few times. Sure.
0: Mm. No, I can see that. I also, I just think they play, play well off each other in general. Like in the beginning on their first date, very <laughs> awkward and yeah. uncomfortable. Yes. I'd really of- say one of... The worst first dates ever seen on film
1: yeah you know I mean? they 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 were not there to vibe with each other where they didn't they even try to Lilo was trying a little bit i guess but no
0: yeah it just got into very basic talk like you know what's your favorite movie i like movies mm. and then even that doesn't go right when he <laughs> like says he loves <laughs> gone with the wind mm. and tom's like never seen it yep him down. Him shit. yeah yeah and then it ends with uh, Tom basically telling Eli to get lost, get out of here. No mm.
1: good. I like that message though because they they stumble upon, across each other again a few days later, and it's like awkward because they're the people, you know, bad date during the night. But then they get talking again, and I'm like oh, actually there is something here, there's a spark here. I like that as a sort of lesson because often, you know, I'm, I I feel like we definitely should trust our guts. And if things aren't going well, don't try and persevere through awkwardness or through actual people doing dicks and stuff. But also, sometimes you have a bad night. You don't hit it off all right that that time, but give it another shot and things do turn out okay and there is hope, even if the first date doesn't go well or the first interaction doesn't go well. That was a kind of interesting idea there.
0: First impressions aren't
1: everything. Indeed. Indeed second chances, you know?
0: Okay. You know what? I can appreciate that. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Thanks.
1: What'd
0: you what you think of uh, the straight couple in the movie Morning.
1: They're kind of interesting. Uh, I thought the, the Jackie, the uh the, f- the female lead was very cool. Um Tom's friend. Yep, yep. Yes, and she's Tom's friend and she falls for Brett who is uh Eli's, Eli's friend friend yeah they sort of lived lived near each other but also close friends and and because they both have a gay friend they hook each other, hook their gay friends up together which was kind of funny to um, have an
0: excuse to see each other again yeah
1: yeah that's good I mean one thing I'd say is that like she's a fox really cool and charming don't
0: don't you dare don't you dare rag on Adam Goldberg. You're about to, aren't
1: you? I'm just saying, Sasha Alexander is, there's always someone reaching. there's always someone lowering themselves, you know? Settling, so.
0: <laughs> Someone's always punching up, okay. Are you what you're just saying? Yeah. I mean. Okay, fair enough.
1: Also, he was just like an awkward sort of guy and I just didn't see what she was seeing in him, you know? Is that
0: how he is in everything? Because I've only seen him... In Friends, mm. I don't know if you've seen him in Friends, but he basically plays the same character, just a weird, weird dude, pretty much, <laughs> a weird, awkward man. He
1: isn't he a roommate at some point to to Chandler or something? <laughs> I was reading, yeah, okay, yeah,
0: he's like Chandler's crazy roommate, yeah, right. He's got
1: a, he's got his shtick and he he plays to it. No, right, I think they had said something there, and there's that bit where they're having an argument, and then five months later they're having sort of make up sex. That was kind of. Like, oh, okay, these people, it's working for them. Whatever this is, it's yeah. working.
0: <laughs> they love each other at the end of the day, morning. That's that's what's important for everyone. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to point this out. Mm. I don't know if this stuck out to you at any point.
1: Mm.
0: How did you feel about the passage of time in general in this movie?
1: <laughs> is it a bit off to you? It It, it is hard to... To depict and betray on film, but you're right. So the, the straight couple are getting married and having a baby throughout the duration. Yeah, I'm not sure that that particularly gels with what's going on with the the gay leads Is that getting. It? Well,
0: they're yeah, basically. So they're like yeah, getting ready to get married and have a baby, while at the same time the gay couple haven't even decided if they're in a committed relationship yet. Mm. Very strange. And it's just just the editing too. It doesn't really show the passage of time.
1: No, it's a bit... You
0: know what I'm saying?
1: It's... Like, I think the script's pretty good, but the it does feel a bit flat, the film itself. It's just like, things happen, we'll point a camera at it. It's That'd a bit mean, Sorry. Agreed. Um,
0: I saw... I saw a lot of reviews online. Mm. Rog didn't review it, Didn't Didn't cross his reviews, desk. Mate. No. Didn't cross his desk, not one ounce, mate. But a lot of the reviews are basically saying, like, it feels like some episodes of a sitcom stitched together. Yeah. Do you feel
1: that? I feel, yeah, it could have been a good TV show because you could have had them getting together one episode as, like, the... Climax. Next episode, another complication happens. They break up. Next episode, they get back together. Yeah, I feel that.
0: Well, that was a good TV show, Lonnie. It's called Friends.
1: <laughs> Ryan
0: Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
1: Yeah.
0: This did feel kind of feel like, you know, a friend's vibe, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, well,
1: they weren't there.
0: Just yeah. like, you know, witty 20-somethings. hanging out with them. Living life, having fun. Exactly. exactly.
1: Where's that cinematic aspect? For sure. You've got For to sure. earn that big screen, you know.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, but, yeah. Overall, I think... Decent rom com. It's hard to fuck up a rom com, to be honest. Yeah, had all the the elements. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: Um, One interesting fact I found in my research, Dylan, as you mentioned, uh, Dan Pukatinsky is the writer and star. He is married and was in a relationship back then with a guy called Don Ruse, who you might remember as the writer and director of The Opposite of Sex.
0: Really? Okay. Earlier, I think um, earlier
1: Christina film.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think I saw because I was looking up what Dan Bukatinsky's been in apart mm. from this. I think he had a minor role in that. I can't remember who he oh, was though. He might he was have. a
1: bit of cameo or something. But, yeah. Well, that that does explain why Christina and Lisa Kudrow are here, both stars of The Opposite of Sex. Mm, you know, that's true. And kind of similar vibes, I would suggest. You what know? do you mean? Well, just sort of turn of the millennium, relationships, we're in LA, quirky characters. Feels like it's like a oh. companion piece.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I, can, I can hear what you say. Mm. So, let's talk about Christina. She didn't mm. get much to do, but I thought she was good with what she did.
1: And she's playing a very different... Uh, sorry, her, her costuming and, and hairstyle and stuff is very different from what we've seen before. With the shorter hair, sure. she's not so glamorous. She's just a sort of. I mean, they mentioned she's potentially bisexual, lesbian. She's a bit butch, you might suggest. In this, this role, mm. so it was interesting. Not enough, though.
0: Not enough, Christine. Not enough. Not enough. It's never enough. Wonnie, we had to lead the whole movie in The Man Who Cried, and that still wasn't enough for me <laughs> or you, I'm guessing.
1: didn't enough words. That she said that, at least.
0: Okay, enough. That's enough. I think. Well, leave the man who cried out of this. I'm sorry (laughs) I brought him in.
1: It's it's rough though because she is Eli's sister. Yeah. But he's already got a, well, he's already got a friend who he confides to. So.
0: More than her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what's her role here?
0: Okay, I, I get you. I get you. Maybe for him to have a little female influence in his life, apart from his mother. Who by the way, also in a couple of scenes. But fucking hilarious. Can I say? What's
1: well, pretty funny, she's she's giving him instructions on how to do a um, testic- testicular check <laughs> on the voicemail. Good stuff.
0: Yeah, no. And when uh when In N Out's about to come on T V, she just fucking goes off at it. Hilarious. Now,
1: have you seen in know out Because it gets a pretty bad rap in this film, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, they're not fans, apparently. But no, I, I've never seen it, to be honest.
1: I um, remember but, it being around as a kid, but I, ne- I never saw it myself. It probably came out late 90s and this came out, you know, 2001. So it must have been in the Zeitgeist back then.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. I, I think the family have seen it uh, a few times. But... Sure. I've never pulled the trigger. But, mate, Kevin Klein, I'm sure I'd like it. Yeah, me too. Okay. Maybe we'll watch it one day. No, we should. No,
1: we should. I've got some stray thoughts here. Do you, do you want to hear them? Okay. I do. Um, you mentioned there's a, a first date scene. What I love in film, Dylan, unabashedly, is a getting ready montage where somebody tries on different outfits. <laughs> And looks at the mirror and is like, oh, not this. And then puts on a silly one just to try out. And is like, oh, no, I can't wear this. And then finally decides on the one outfit and is like, I yeah, look good now. Yeah, all right. Okay. <laughs> and, that, and that happened in this
0: movie. And you so liked
1: it. It can't be that bad, can it.
0: Nah, mate, come on, come on. It does cliche, but it does it well, I hmm. would say.
1: Mention Doris Roberts as the receptionist. Um, first of all, she's got some hilarious moments, but she also got some really emotional, and one of the really good monologue Yay. towards the end. The funny bit I'll mention first here, so she's on the reception desk of this medical centre that does um, testing for, for gay men. And, you, you
0: get the vibe that she's seen it all, basically.
1: And she doesn't care. She doesn't mind what's going on, but she'll help you out. But she'll do it without much care or attention. <laughs> one bit we only hear her side of the conversation, but it's so hilarious. She's talking to a guy and she's hearing it like, Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Well did you suck his dick? Well you better calm down then <laughs> uh, good stuff. oh that it's was really one of the nice. good ones, I think. Yeah. Um but then her her um monologue towards the end where she's talking she's picked up a call from her husband and she is giving him shit and then she mentions that actually He's quite sick. And I, I couldn't quite work out in that context about if he had dementia as well or whether he was you know, just not quite aware of what's going I think, on.
0: I think she said he had cancer, I'm pretty
1: sure. Well, she said he had cancer, and she said if she stopped treating him like she has her whole life by calling him an asshole and whatever, then he yeah, might realise... Yeah. yeah, she might he might realise how sick he really is, but she wants to keep him happy, and so she'll keep giving him shit because that's been their relationship. I thought that was a very layered and and sort of um, mature way of looking at at love and life.
0: Yeah, I think what she's trying to say is basically, I don't want to treat him any different because if I do treat him like cancer, he's going to feel like he's got cancer and not be himself. I think is what she's trying to say.
1: Indeed, and then their last whatever time they've got left might be very different to the good times they've had before. And even though they've been tough and they've been ribbing each other, they, that's how she shows her love is, is by doing that and, and him to her. I just thought that was a really nice moment. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was lovely. Agreed. Agreed. I think one of the best moments, if not the best moments. Yeah. I know,
1: really? And I think that, that demonstrates to Eli that there's many forms of love and sometimes people are hiding behind what they say because it's too hard to say what they really feel.
0: Yeah, Exactly. How do you feel about all the uh, fucking love for Gone with the Wind in this movie?
1: I mean, I'm seeing Gone with the Wind. It's a different film than you make today. Um, Is it
0: overhyped, Lonnie? That's my question.
1: No, it, it's it's pretty epic. I'll give him that. I, okay. I'm surprised it was such a cultural touchstone for this film made, in, you know, 2001. But sure, <laughs>
0: sure, lot of it. No, fair enough. I've never seen going with the Wing. I might pull the trigger one day. One but... day.
1: Give it a go. Say so bloody long long. <laughs> it's pretty long. Um have you been on a blind date like this at all, Dylan?
0: Not not a blind date, no. Have you been set up? I don't think i wanted of... no. I don't think I've been set up in particular. I've boy I've always pulled the trigger myself.
1: Did yeah, you are you got that you know, that initiative, haven't you?
0: You can't, you can't trust anyone else with your personal business, honey.
1: No, <laughs> I'm also wondering, Dylan, if the best time to s- tell someone you love them is during sex. Probably not. Probably not? Ooh, really? Well, For the, for the okay. first time. For the first time.
0: For the for, Okay, fair enough. So you were just averse to intimacy during intimacy, which is very strange. That mm. you're trying to keep sex all business, long. Of course, <laughs> A, if that was the case.
1: Come off it. No, it's... Um... <laughs> I just felt a lot of pressure to put on somebody for the first That's I love true. you, you know?
0: That's fair enough. Mm. I, I hear what you're saying.
1: Mm.
0: It's enough pressure in real life in normal situations.
1: Yeah, you got to be sure, haven't you? That you're going to get it back. Exactly. Mm. Now, overall, I mean, I'd like to have seen more of Dan Bukatinski's films. I think he's done some more TV in the time since. Obviously, you said he said he's done more acting. Um, yeah. very good stuff.
0: Mate, go watch Scandal. Apparently it's really good and he won the Emmy.
1: Well, there you go. Well, have to. I
0: think it's got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Jeez. A Shonda Rhimes special from, from memory.
0: <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. No, you're one of the good ones, I think. Oh,
1: thank you very much. What's coming up next on The Chronicles?
0: You know what? I actually don't have any earthly idea. Yeah, okay, let it. me find out. Is it? I'm going to take a stab in the dark. I think it might be Prozac Nation. Prozac Nation.
1: Something. You're right, Dylan. Is it actually? Yes.
0: Nailed it. Okay.
1: Oh, we got a bloody all-star cast. Really? Coming up. What do we got? Jason Biggs. Okay. Michelle Williams. Jonathan rhys right. Myers. Jessica Lange. Wow. Goodness. And we've got ooh, negative on Rotten Tomatoes, but okay, that's all right.
0: Oh, in the poster is Christina Topless. That's, I don't know how I feel about that. No, I'm not sure about that, actually. We've grown up with her at this point, Lonnie. We have. We've seen her since Mermaids when she was but a little girl. I don't, I don't know if I want to see that.
1: It's going to be tough, but you know what? She's a woman we'll now. For her. She's a woman now. We'll do it for her. Hmm.
0: Well, we can't deny that fact, can we?
1: So, overall, I'd probably put this in the top half. Top quarter, maybe, for me. Yeah?
0: Yeah. I watched it twice,
1: so. Not really. And did did you pay for it twice?
0: No. The $5 gave me 48 hours, which I watched it twice within. And how dare you give me shit for that? When I saved you money and found out it was on YouTube twice, uploaded twice for free. How
1: dare you? I'm not giving you shit. What I'm going to do is going to give you a raspberry next time we see you. And by that I mean I'm going to blow on your belly. Okay?
0: (laughs) Oh, Hello. You'll be all over this guy. Okay. All right.
1: And I'll buy you a raspberry lemonade as well. How about that?
0: That's Consolation Bros at that point.
1: Sure. <laughs> Any other skills on you, or are you good?
0: I, I want to say that we're on the socials mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We've got our own website as well. Yep. Email us at imishymanpod at au. Be happy to hear from you if you do. If you spam, don't bother. Get out.
1: We get a lot of spam. We get lots of people think we're trying to give us money, people trying to give us enlargement pills and stuff. Need them for our penises? How dare you? That is rude. Don't don't assume that we need them. (laughs) Don't assume. It makes the ass out of you and me. Don't (laughs) want money.
0: Anyway, at the end of the day, I would say,
1: I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. (laughs) Planning for your next trip?